Can we all get it? Yeah. Okay. We just have a simple salutation. Yeah? Then after that, we can start. Okay. Today is the 4th of February. Yeah? 2018. Uh. No. You all can, can be seated. Yeah? Just, just sit in front. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, quick, uh, we, have, we have to take refuge. Oh, okay. No problem, no problem. Let, let her come in. You all get her in first. I think sit down, eh? sit down, everybody just sit down. Eh? As you come in, you settle down, then we are going to start our uh, today's house dana. Hmm. Where is Freddie? Freddie and Alicia. Yeah, ready, come. Uh. Where is Alicia? Alicia is still outside. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think Alicia is coming in. Yeah. Then we can start our official house dana ceremony. So today is the fourth of February, two thousand eight, yeah, a Sunday. So we are only about ten days away from our coming Chinese New Year. So first of all, on behalf of Alicia, Freddie, and family, yeah, I'd like to thank you all for making time here to attend uh, their house dana. They have chosen this three New Year Sunday to be their house dana. I think this is the third time, if I'm not wrong. This house is the second time. Uh. Earlier on was the other old house. Uh. So we should all rejoice with their wholesomeness. Shall we do it? Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Then, as usual, eh, I also like to rejoice with all the Kayamita for bringing the offering, helping out, and making this occasion a very successful one. Eh. Then we had Susan eh, here just arrived. Yeah. Then we also saw Karen, Adeline, and all the Kayamita. So today we have quite a big group. Eh. So I rejoice. So as usual, before we go for the puja offering, we should make our uh, puja chanting, pre-puja chanting. Eh? So, uh, can I have a copy of the chanting? Okay, first of all, let us pay respect to Triple Jack. Eh? It can be any direction. Those who are there, the author is there. Eh? Otherwise, 
in whatever direction, you can just pay your respect. Okay, let us do it. Eva chant the salute. Arahang sama sambudo bagawa Bodang bagawantang abiwa demi Swakato bagawata damo damang samasami Pano bagawato sawakasango sanghang namami. You can turn to page one of the. Something wrong with the connection. <laughs> Never mind, it's okay. Turn to page one of the chanting book. We will chant the salutation. Namoatasa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Namoatasa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Namoatasa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Buddhang Saranang Gachami Dhammang Saranang Gachami Sanghang Saranang Gachami Dutiyampi Buddhang Saranang Gachami Dutiyampi Dhammang Saranang Gachami Dutiyampi Sanghang Saranang Gachami Tatiyampi Bedang Saranang Gachami Tatiyampi Dhammang Saranang Gachami Tatiyampi Sanghang Saranang Gachami Anatipata Veramani Sikapadang Samadhyami Adinadana Veramani Sikapadang Samadhyami Kamesu Michachara Veramani Sikapadang Samadhyami Nusawada Veramani Sikapadang Samadhyami Suramiraya Majapamadatana Veramani Sikapadang Samadhyami Sadhu 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 Okay, now we will make the Puja offering. Eh? We can gather around the altar, then get them. Uh, I think Alicia, Freddie, and your family member can light the candle and incense. Eh? Yeah, oh, light already. Ah, oh, good. Then we can start the offering. Eh? We form a line. Eh? Uh, just stand, form a line. Alicia, ah, can you near, Thomas?
Okay. Uh, start with the tray, Freddy. Yeah. Start with the tray. Sadu, 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 sadu. Sadhu, 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 Sadhu. Sadhu, 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 Sadhu. Sadhu, 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 Sadhu. Sadhu, 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 Sadhu. Sadhu, 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 Sadhu. Okay, uh, I think we got food outside. Right? Yeah? We will do the offering of the food too. You all can just rejoice from here. Huh? Okay, let us rejoice with the food offering.
Okay. Now, my it's okay. Yeah. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. The other side. Sadhu, 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 sadhu. Anything else inside? Ah, dessert. Okay. Ah. Oh, okay. Here, one more. Sadhu, sadhu. Sadhu, then here, last one. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Okay, we all can sit back to your position. Then we will finish out the balance of the puja chanting. Okay, we will turn to page three. Padipa yeah? Puja. We will chant from page three onward. Ganna Sarapa Dipena Dipena Tamadangsina Tiloka Dipang Sambudang Pujayami Tamonudang Ganda Sambara Yutena Topena Hang Suganghina Pujaye Pujani Yang Puja Bajana Mutamang Vanna Ganna Guno Petang Etang Kasuma Santati Pujayami Monindasa Siri Pada Sarorohe Pujemi Budang Kasumena Nena Punena Matena Chahotumokang Pupang Milayati Yata Idangme Kayo Tatayati Vinasabhavan Adiva Setu No Bante Paniyang Parikapitang Anukampang Upadaya Patigan Hatumutamang Adiva Setu No Bante Pane parika pitang Anu kampang upadaya Patigan hatu mutamang Adiva setu no bante Bojanang parika pitang Anu kampang upadaya Patikan hatu mutamang. Now we are chanting the puja aspiration based on our understanding of the significance of all this puja offering. Significance of offering of light. May this offering of light to the Buddha brings forth the causes and conditions to illuminate our mind 
and help arise the needed clarity and understanding to dispel all darkness or ignorance therein. Significance of offering of water. May this offering of pure, clear, cool water lead us to the pure, clear Dhamma that cools and doses of the fires of all defilements within our mind. Significance of offering of incense. May our morality, virtue and understanding shine forth far and wide, just like this fragrance of this incense which we are offering to the Blessed One, who is perfect in wisdom and virtue. Significance of offering of fruits. May this offering of fruits remind us of the dana parami of generosity and the fruit of our karma, so that we will diligently strive on with heedfulness to attain the path and fruition as soon as possible. Significance of offering of flowers. May this constant offering of flowers to the blessed one strengthen our faith and constantly remind us of the impermanence of this body so that we will diligently and sincerely strive on to cultivate sila, samadhi and panya leading to ultimate liberation, the born-free nibbana, making of overall aspiration. By the power of all these merits, born of these offerings, may our spiritual faculties of sada, virya, sati, samadhi, and panya be further strengthened until they become balas or powers, sharing and transfer marriage to all beings. May this marriage be shared and transferred to all beings without exception especially to those who have the condition and affinity to receive them. Sadhu, Sadhu, Sadhu. Okay, then we pay respect to Triple Jetta. Badang Pujami. Damang Pujami. Sanghang Pujami. Okay, now you can have your lunch. Then, what's the time now? Two hours. Two hours. So, one hour, eh? one o'clock, we assemble back here for our Dhamma sharing session. If you can be early, let me know. Eh? Then we can start earlier. Okay, I. Rejoice with all the wholesomeness and you all can have your meal. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Are they ready? Huh? Where is Alicia? Huh? Ready? Ah, ready, ah? Huh? Okay. Ah, uh, right here. The recorder is still on. Huh? Okay. We have just finished our lunch. Huh? So I believe you all have some very good food. Uh, there were a few very good food. <laughs> I was told the first to finish is Padmasuri's Patai. <laughs>
the Thai prawn, uh, then the khao yok, mei chai khao yok. Oh, Freddy, your sister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So after your meal, uh, I hope you are not sleepy, <laughs> so that we can continue your sharing. Hmm. Yeah, you go. So first of all, eh, as before, we would like to thank Freddie, Alicia, and family eh, for hosting this uh, rather auspicious house dana eh, in the early days of the year. New Year is about ten days away, eh, Chinese New Year, so. We can have some good reflection. How do we want to continue on to our Chinese New Year? As a Buddhist, as a cultivator, we will have this understanding that our auspicious day is not necessarily just the date that people tell us is auspicious. You take care of your mind, take care of your karma. Then to you, every day is auspicious. There is no such thing as a day which is not auspicious. If you understand this rule and this very important right view, then our mind is different. We don't have to fear, eh? like certain day not auspicious. Then we have this fear, ayo today, especially Chinese tradition, eh? the man of July, uh, uh, hungry ghost day, chigui pua, middle of July, the Chinese lunar calendar. So a lot of people who are superstitious, they say, hey, don't go out on that day. You can get into trouble <laughs> if you don't have the good, uh, what they call good parami or good luck to protect you. But as a cultivator, when you understand you know, the basis of karma is most important, not all the other things that society believe in or people tell you. Because there are six over billion human beings on this earth. So you tell yourself every day, every moment, there are people who find life very auspicious, but they are also the same time many people who can, who may go through very troubling day. <laughs> so to them it's very, very bad luck, <laughs> like not auspicious. So you can't classify all this because throughout the day people die, throughout the day people born, and throughout the day different people have different consequences in their life. So it's not a matter of uh, that day. It's more towards your heart. If your heart has goodness, have kindness, have dhamma, then every day, every moment is auspicious to you. So when you have this, you will not be affected by right and ritual, what people tell you, belief system. So that type of fear, it will diminish. Then later on, completely root out. You can put it to test. You can find out yourself. Yeah, when I was young, I also passed a lot of things. People tell me a lot of things. He said, the English people believe 
number 13 is no good. <laughs> then some say the Chinese, especially number four, the Cantonese. Four, the pronunciation is like dead. Say, actually say, say is four, but it sounds like die. So they all got this omen. Pantang, they say. My house address, I don't want to have four. Otherwise, it will bring about bad omen. <laughs> so, even the condo unit, 14 people don't like, 14 floor, the floor that Satsui uh, should die on. Nobody wants. <laughs> but 54, they want. So all this is superstition. So if you are a true cultivator, you won't go and believe all these things. Then like we have come to the understanding, even feng shui, all those things. Yeah? It has its truth within the field of feng shui. But it doesn't contribute much to your life uh, situation. Feng shui is limited in the sense that it affects very little of your coming. The one issue that determines your outcome in life is law of karma. If you take care of karma, you take care of everything. So if you go and believe all this fortune teller, uh, the feng shui people, or the medium and all those things, it's up to you. Because you think that one works, then you can go and try. Because ultimately, if you don't take care of karma, all this will not work. <coughs> all this is supplementary. It contributes very little to your karmic nature. Like feng shui, take for example. If you believe in feng shui, you may think it can change your life and all those things. It's good to have faith. Then after you follow the Feng Shui Master's instruction, you feel confident and then you feel good. You think your luck is going to improve. Oh, thanks. You think your luck is going to improve. You think your business is going to prosper. Sorry. Actually, that positive mindset will help you. Understand? But it still depends on your karma. If you don't have the karma, you cannot receive. Then what happens if your negativity of karma continues to affect you? Then despite what you do, you will come to know it still doesn't help. Then you think you have met the wrong Feng Shui master. You want to change to another one because people say this one not so accurate. Another one more accurate. But if you truly understand Feng Shui, it's man and nature must harmonize. Nature has its own topography. Yeah. So Feng Shui is believed on Qi flow, yeah. the Qi flow within nature. So man and nature must harmonize means they teach you a type of science to avoid negative Qi flow. To them is negative energy field. So you live in a place where the chi is not so good, means 
most of these are negative qi, means a lot of negative vibration. The consciousness are being polluted. Whereas the good qi, you will know, like flowing river with a lot of clear water, where the fishes are very lively, then they know this area got good qi. So good qi means, they say, it will bring about good luck, <laughs> which is, in a sense, quite true. Yeah. But then, nature is such, you cannot all the time stay in that place. You have to move around. So when you are out of that place, where the qi and the force is very conducive, you will still get into trouble. Your karma still will decide. So good area means it serves you well for that moment when you are there. It's just like your bank account, your good merits. You use it first, understand? Because you receive good chi, your mind states are better, then you will probably become more successful. Yeah. But if you don't have the good karma, you cannot receive them. Like they say, saum here. So junction house is the same. Junction house is the opposite. Good chi, bad chi, all the chi in nature, because it represents a flow path. Yeah? It's like a open channel where all the chi will flow. It's like a river yeah? where all the water will flow. So junction house is like all the chi within nature surrounding the area, they will flow to your main door because you face the junction. So good and bad chi come. What happens is, most people don't take care of karma. So if you don't take care of karma, you will have a lot of problems because when the negative chi come, your negative karma will be given the condition to arise. That's why a lot of people cannot stay in junction house. They get a lot of problems. So it's because of this people become superstitious. They say really, really, a lot of kids already stay in junction house or get into trouble. Uh, which is true. But then, there are also good chi. <laughs> but good chi, most people who are heedless, they don't have the dhamma, they don't train their mind, don't take care of karma. The good one, they cannot receive. They say, saum here. That's why they will get into trouble. But I tested it. In the year 1987, oh no, 85-86, before I bought my SS2 house in 87, I stayed in a junction house. Oh. And you know what happened to me or not? I got everything. I got promoted. I got good life. Everything come my way. Then it was the recession time. 86, you remember? A lot of people unemployed. 87. So during that time, the economy went down. A lot of people out of job, retrenched. Then new graduate, no pay and all those things also willing to work for you just because they need the experience to get job. <laughs> but I was so lucky, you know, because I was with a semi government uh, entity, statutory body. I got promoted you know. Actually that time my experience was uh you see for us, that time in JKR or government servant, to get 
senior time is minimum five years experience. Then to get super skill is normally at least seven years. Then most people get it after 10 years. But at that time, I was so lucky. Uh, I immediately after the third or fourth year, they put me on acting super skill. I already on super skill. Then later on, I was confirmed on the super skill. Yeah. And everything just go my way. So you look at Feng Shui, it's not what people say. You got a good karma, the good thing will come. But the negative thing never happened to me. Yeah. But later on, the new tenant that moved in, get into trouble. Yeah. And of course, like I told you before, one of my son also fell and broke his hand, eh? compound fracture. Eh? But that allowed me to see all this. Then when my daughter, my first child was born, yeah. you know what happened? Uh, the bed was 13. No? Yeah, I wanted to test. Then the bed was 13. No? So I laughed at it. I said, never mind, 13. So my daughter was born. Then I go and do the birth cert. Uh. You know what was the number? Uh? 4453, the last four digit. Say, say, sang. You panic, huh? <laughs> the moment I saw that, I laughed. Uh, so nothing happened to my daughter, even until today. Understand? So if you don't figure out the fear through delusion, it don't have the condition to condition anything. But most probably, because my nature in the past, I don't have this karmic negativity. Otherwise, I can get into trouble. There are all these rites and rituals and superstition. If in your past life, you teach people this, this life you come, you become susceptible. You also get entangled. Then that fear may trigger a problem for you. So it's understanding that free your mind. And you have to understand the key thing to life is like the Buddha said, we are all born of our karma, heir to our karma, conditioned and supported by our karma. And we are what we are because of our karma. So you have to take care of karma. Then the rest will take care of it by itself. You don't have to believe anything. Yeah. Then every day is auspicious day to you. Your life will be good. Yeah. If you have good mind, good understanding, if you hold the embodiment of the noble eightfold power, you will be beautiful. Yeah. The beautiful mind that has a lot of love, kindness, goodness, sincerity, honesty, virtue, shine forth and bring forth good condition for you. The vibration are very positive. You have joy, happiness, peacefulness, calmness, tranquility of mind, and stillness of mind, based on your understanding to train your mind, to develop the meditation. Then all the negative tendency of fear, worry, anxiety, sorrow and lamentation, doubt, superstition, all, all this will fade away. And when they fade away, your mind becomes different. There is clarity. You become ever mindful, heedful. Then you keep on cultivating noble eightfold power. You keep on developing the understanding of life then your life keep on transforming, make you beautiful. Then people start to feel you, like you, and you can help many people. 
You not only can use this understanding to help yourself to be free from suffering, you can also use this to help your loved one, your friends, your colleagues, and people who has affinity with you. So this is basically what the Dhamma is. So for this year, huh, I think as Dhamma friends, you all have this understanding. Why not you put it into practice? Find out for yourself whether this teaching can change you, benefit you and others. If you find that it stands up to the test and it gives fault yeah, to all this beautiful understanding, then you should have faith in the Buddha and his teaching. Then continuously cultivate this teaching. Continuously develop the heedfulness to improve your life to transform your understanding, to stabilize your understanding and right view. Then constantly listen to Dhamma, because there is a lot of audio files in our website. Then there is a lot of transcript book too, constantly read them. So when you are constantly reflecting, contemplating and listening to the Dhamma, straightening your view, cultivating all this Dhamma activity, they are all great field of merits, they are meritorious action. Then you invoke power of merits for causes and conditions for you to progress along the path of Dhamma. Then you invoke causes and conditions for you to meet up with all the enlightened beings, the wise one, yeah, and avoid the foolish one, yeah, so that enlightenment in the here and now, Nibbana, can be realized. So all this will pave the way for you to recover. Then in time of need, like when you fall sick or when you see certain things doesn't go your way, you have a situation in life, you can also use the Dhamma to help you. Like the Buddha say, whatever that arise, there are causes and conditions behind. What does it mean? These causes and conditions that the Buddha mentioned is 100% karma. Here he said, as a living being, we are all born of our karma, heir to our karma, conditioned and supported by our karma. And we are what we are because of our karma. So our entire life depends on karma because we are born of it. And we inherited, inherited everything that karma brings about. Then every moment, every instant, we are what we are because of our karma. And our life too, every moment, every instant, we are conditioned by our karma. So born of your karma, add to your karma, condition and supported by your karma. So this show to us clearly that it is karma and nothing else. So when you have this understanding, your right view becomes very different. You were determined to take care of karma. And like we all have already developed the understanding, how do we take care of karma? We have to avoid all evil to good. Follow the advice of the Buddha to purify our mind. So that this understanding will prevent us from committing karmic negativity. Then this law will come in favor of people who are cultivated, who has developed all this understanding and virtue. This is how your life can become very different. Mm. Then, 
from this understanding, you will never turn back to the old ways. You will live the heedful life, ever mindful, constantly meditative, then very sensitive because of your mindfulness. The slightest movement of mind state, emotion or whatever, you will feel it. That's why if you stabilize this understanding and your mindfulness very clear, you cannot suffer anymore. Because the very slight movement, you feel it. And your mind cannot become the old way anymore. Because all this movement, before your mind stirs, you already know these are reactions. So just now on the way here, uh, I think Thomas Suri, the doctor, and my wife, they were discussing some of the Dhamma that we went through last time. Uh, so they talk about Qi Sing Tong Nian. Remember? Uh, when you arise the thought uh, or the mundane mind, you create mental activity, thinking. Uh, so Qi Sing Tong Nian. Tong Nian Su Wu Ming, that is what Po Yan Zhang Lao mentioned. And Po Yan Zhang Lao is Miss Li's teacher, also related to her, Wu Ping Jing Se. So Qi Xing Tong Nian, Tong Nian Wu Ming, means when there is mental activity, there is ignorance, Avicca. This is based on the dependent origination, dwelling, Se Ying Yan Fa. Wu Ming Yan Xing, because of ignorance, it conditions mental activity. That's why when you create mental activity, thinking, wanting to know, wanting to understand, or wanting to experience that craving, is a delusion. Then, Wu Nian, which is Zhen Xing, that one is very important. Without thought, that is your true mind. That's why, Mindfulness is awareness before the knowing, before the thought arise, before the perception, before the memory, input the content, before your views, opinion, and conditioning from your memory goes in. So through this simple discussion, you will start to understand how you function as a human being. Then the main culprit is self-delusion. Self-delusion is what they call your egoic mind that believes you exist, you are real. So self-delusion is the key cause of suffering. Because of self-delusion, there is a personality and ego that you cling on to. This form and mind, the human being, you believe is real, you believe this is what you are. That's why when you attach and cling to this fine aggregate of form and mind, the Buddha called it the grasping aggregate, suffering will arise. When you understand this, your mind can free, can liberate. Then once you see how you become entangled through your mindfulness because of your sensitivity, then when it stabilizes, your mind becomes very different. It cannot stir anymore. It cannot react anymore. Nothing in this phenomenal world can deceive you, delude you, and condition you to do things. Then you will have the understanding, the wisdom of the fifth patriarch and the sixth patriarch. 
the fifth area of Lotus experience, he said, this mundane mind, this egoic mind, our thinking mind, you must know how to use it and yet not attach to it. Uh, that is the secret of life. Means this form of mind that comes through karma, karmically conditional to, for us to come to this existential world, they are just a tool and a vehicle for us to use. They are not you. They are not real. They are subject to the universal law of impermanent suffering state and non-self or empty nature. So when you clearly understand this, your mind liberates. Then you know how to use them for the good of the many and yourself. So this is what meditation is about. Develop the right view, the understanding, the straightening of your view. Then after that, every moment of sense experience, you have this wisdom called Yoniso Manasikara. Then your mind cannot get entangled anymore, cannot stir anymore, cannot move anymore. Even the slightest movement, that mindfulness is aware. That's why you become so different. You are like a transformed being. Your mind liberated because of wisdom. So always remember, nothing free your mind except wisdom. Mm. So that is key to cultivation, key to understanding. And meditation is very simple. Just relax, silent, and let the mind return to its original state. Because the original state before the mind stir and react, become unhappy, triggering of the sensual desire and evil, your like and dislike, pleasant and unpleasant sense experience until it becomes habitual. Well, every day you do that. So this is how the heedless mind behaves. Then it becomes habitual tendency and you keep on doing it. That's how human beings become heedless. Because every moment, every moment of seeing, hearing, smell, taste, tactile or thought process, you stir your mind. You create all this. So Sensual desire and will are the first two mental hindrance that will hinder your mind from entering the meditative state of inner peace, inner calmness, and inner mindfulness. If throughout the day you arise until it becomes habitual, then your mind got no peace. That's why you think a lot. You become heedless. And you are not even mindful, not even heedful of what is going on. That's how you continue to be deluded, dizzy, and you cannot do anything to your life. Cultivation is about having this understanding. So what should we do? Thought arise, let it arise. The mind react and stir. We have to understand it is behaving this way because I don't have the opposite five spiritual faculty. I haven't trained my mind, especially sati. Sada, Virya, and Sati, they are not there, the first three or the five spiritual faculties. So if I need to train, I train. If I need to develop the spiritual faculty, I develop, so that all these mental hindrances will cease. Yeah. Then to train the mind is very easy. You can either use mind sweeping method, or you just relax, silent, don't do anything. The other thought will slow down by itself. The anger, the mental activity, the thinking, the stirring, the reaction, the habitual tendency, as long as you don't feed it with any more negative mental energy of like and dislike, 
He was slowed down on his own and finally returned to his original state before the stirring. Means, your original state of mind, which is your true mind, you have to understand you got two minds. Qi Sing Tong Nian is the condition arising mind. When you arise the thinking, that is the condition arising mind. Thought. If you don't arise that, that true mind is always there, away. Peaceful, calm. There is clarity. There is silence. There is stillness. There is peace. There is joy. There is happiness. Without thought, there is no problem. The mind cannot stir. So when you understand this, you just relax, silent, and let things be. Don't go and think. Don't go and become emotional. Then the most important is don't try to be a meditator. Who is the meditator? It's the thought. The thought active. You input energy, views, and opinion. Then you try to control, suppress, and do something with the heedless thinking. That is not meditation. That is the thought interfering, creating more problems. Then you become more and more heedless, restless. That's why you cannot meditate. So meditation is very simple. Relax, silent, and just aware, and let it be. Then as this silence become more and more stable, more and more stable, you will start to understand many things. That's why the understanding comes by itself. You don't have to do anything. That is key to meditation. Okay? So today, maybe I will share this part first. Eh? Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Here is recorded. Eh? This is for your New Year message regarding meditation and training of mind. Now, do you have any questions? Any particular topic that you want me to speak on or share with you? Anybody got any suggestion? Just now before Chin Hao left, he came in and talked to me. He said, well, we should get Susan to share. She went through very good experience, especially the recent happening. So, Susan, come. I highly recommend it. <laughs> Sadio. <laughs> uh, very good, yeah. Can, can. Can, can. No problem, huh? Sadio to you, huh? Yeah. Push it out all the way, yeah. Hello. Yeah, I repeat. Um, I would like to express my gratitude and appreciation to Brother Teo, Mrs. Teo, and all Kalyana Mitas for um, giving me the blessings when I was uh, unwell and in hospital and all, and for all the prayers um, that you all have done for me. Uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it's not much of an experience, except, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> except that uh, I think one who goes through it yeah. will really understand. Ah, and you will become very different after that. Yeah. Um, when it all happened, 
I didn't have an inkling that it would happen. Yeah. In the first place, I never thought that I was so chan. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I thought all the time I've been quite active and still able to carry on with what uh, I do in my daily yeah. life. <laughs> but uh, I realized that I've been very negligent of my body all along. Uh, I just try to develop the mind, yeah. to, you know, <laughs> to try to uh, meditate, yeah, to yeah. go for whatever talks and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. everything. <laughs> but uh, was very careless. Yeah, not enough rest. Uh, not enough rest. Uh, yes. Yeah. So until finally the body just broke down. Yeah. And when it did happen, it was a very, very sudden thing, yeah. not anticipated. Yeah. Um, didn't even realize it was coming at all. Yeah. So when it happened, it just happened uh, yeah. while I was driving, actually. Oh, okay. And um, I just noticed while driving, my car swerved. Oh, okay. Immediately, yeah. I stopped the car. Yeah. Luckily, no traffic and all yeah, where yeah, I was. Yeah. And uh, just um, notice the the swerving disappear. It, yeah. I mean, it went off. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, okay, uh, just one of those things. And I continued driving to the destination that was I was headed for. Yeah. When I reached there, immediately I felt nauseated, oh. and I just wanted to throw up. Oh, okay. Which I did. I opened my car door. I started vomiting. Yeah. After vomiting, uh, my body became very listless. Oh, okay. Totally no energy. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't even lift myself up to get down the car because I'd reached my friend's house. Oh, oh. And uh, I, I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't yeah, yeah. move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anymore. So I told myself, okay. Just sit in the car, put my seat down, and I Rest. lie there for about 15 minutes, uh, according yes. to my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when they finally came out, they saw me, they, well, they were shocked and all, <laughs> then contacted uh, my sister, who oh, then contacted yeah, yeah. my husband, and <coughs> he came to pick me up from where mm. I was. Yeah. Uh, another mistake I made <laughs> was, I didn't go to the doctor. Oh, yeah. Even though my husband was quite insistent yeah, that yeah, I yeah. did, but I told him, I guess uh, it's because I'm overly tired and I just need to go home, lie down, rest, and yeah. I think tomorrow <laughs> I should be fine. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's, yeah. that's usual uh, when I do get tired. Correct, uh, that's correct. what I normally yeah. do, and I thought I could also get away with it this time. But uh, so I went back, I, I, I was giddy, I couldn't sit up. And uh, I just lied down. And I didn't lie down in my room because I was too tired to even walk up the stairs to yeah. my room. <laughs> so I lied down in the sofa, uh, on the sofa in my hall. Mm. Until about 12 midnight, I needed to go to the washroom, which I did when I mm. got up and wanted to walk. I was pretty giddy, but mm. I still managed to walk to the toilet, did mm. my thing, and walked back. 
wobbly, but I managed to go back mm. to the sofa and I slept. Oh, After okay. that, until about 4 a.m., about that, mm. I guess. Mm. When I tried to sit up, I couldn't. Oh, okay. But I needed to go to the toilet again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I crawled. Yeah. I crawled to the toilet, did my thing. Then at that time, I just didn't have any yeah. more strength yeah. to crawl back yeah. to the sofa. Very good. So, so when, I told myself, when the mind shut off, mm, were you aware? I was aware of everything, uh, uh, but uh, I didn't faint, you know. I didn't I know. at all. I know. So when I the just, conscious mind yeah. went off, were your awareness still there? At that time, no, but very uh, soon... Uh, you become unconscious for yes. how long? You become unconscious for how long? I really don't know. Don't know, eh? But yeah. I just know when I was, my awareness uh, came back. Yes. I told myself, uh, sleep in the toilet. Oh, okay. Which Good. I did. I lie Good. down. Good. You just lie down. You should just lie down. I just down. lie down. The yeah. floor was cold. I yeah. pulled the floor mat. Yeah. And I slept on the floor mat yeah, yeah, until yeah. my husband got up at about six. When he came downstairs, I, I was aware, and then I called out to him. He saw me, and I told him, I said, please take me to the hospital. Sadu, sadu. Very good. Yeah. yeah. So, but I couldn't, I couldn't walk at that time. Yeah. So, yeah. he your had body to support is me too weak. to the car. Yeah, your body is too weak. Yeah. Too weak. It's like... Yeah. A total collapse yeah. of the body. Shut down. Shut down. It was really, really yeah. shut down. But Complete shut down. Yeah. But yet, the awareness was there. Definitely. That is very good. Yeah. Yeah. So, took me to the hospital and then, of course, the ER, they did the needful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they told us that they don't have the neurosurgeon here. Uh, MR, no MRI, <laughs> better go to another ah, hospital. Yeah. That's how they transfer you to Subang, eh? They didn't. Uh, oh, they my didn't. Husband took oh, your husband took you. Yeah, yeah very good. My yeah. sister was with me. Yeah, that hospital was in Klang, the in first Klang. hospital. Yeah, but yeah. I thought that was they don't the have nearest. the facility. Yeah, yeah I thought that Either. was the nearest. And yeah, they yeah. do have some records yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, immediately went to SJMC yeah, yeah. and into ER. They stabilized me. Still aware of the whole, everything that happened, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but just listless. Yeah, yeah. And um, fine. After that, the, they put me into the high dependency yeah. unit. Mm. HDU. Uh, yeah, yeah, HDU. While I was in there, still very aware. Really. Yeah, still very good. That's very why the training helped you. Of course, I slipped. Uh, in and out. Oh, no problem. That one is no problem. Yeah. Yeah, you but, need uh, to rest, you will rest. Yeah. But just, just couldn't. Uh, there was no connection Correct. of the mind and, and the body. body. Yes. The uh. mind could not direct yeah. Cannot. Uh, the body cannot. at uh. all to yes. do anything. Uh. And you know you have to rest for the body to heal yes. itself. But yeah. the thing is that all the time, as usual, like yeah, now, yeah, yeah. we can tell our body. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because your conscious no mind is in charge. Uh, yeah. Your conscious mind is in charge. Yeah. Your, all this physical body 
they have their own organ, their blood flow, their nerve, they respond all this. So when they are functioning, it's like your car, you can direct the car, you want to drive fast, you drive fast, you want to brake, slow down, you can decide. Whatever that is allowable by that car. But if anything happened to the engine, that car also cannot move according to what you want. So it's the same. Now you are in your conscious cell, your body is still functioning, that's why you can decide other things. But when it has problem, it shut down, then you realize this body is not really you. That understanding will be very clear to you. Then you go through what you go through, you will receive a lot of understanding later on. Yes, this can help you in your meditation. When you are aware inside there and you know you cannot do anything to your body, because it's just independent of the mind. Yes, because totally there is no, no more conscious mind to direct and do anything. But that is your true awareness. That is aware. And that one cannot come out. That one is not a being. That is your nature. Yeah. So later on, when you have stabilized everything, not only when it shut down, that awareness is there. And that awareness got no fear, nothing. He understand what is going on. This is how your wisdom can develop. Then after that, you realize there are two minds inside there. One is independent of the consciousness, which is the Monday mind. That is your true mind, and that is connected to the former mind. It can only arise when that Monday mind ceases. When that Monday mind is not interacting because you can only do one thing at a time. Either you are with that true mind in awareness, or you are lost in thought, creating thinking, heedless activity, or sankara. There's a human being do not understand this very important understanding. The two minds, you cannot differentiate between them. You cannot develop the meditation. So what she went through is something very beautiful. Later on, she will understand many more things. Then you will appreciate life more, a lot more, because you can understand what the form of mind is. It is for you to come to this world, existential world, to do whatever you need to do, to experience life, to experience your karma, to develop the cultivation, to develop the wisdom, to build up your spiritual understanding and your coming nature. But you have to understand, you must strike a balance. Understand? You cannot overwork the body. You cannot neglect the body like what she come to understand. The body is like a car, an engine that needs maintenance, proper care and rest. You don't allow it to rest. You overwork it. It will get into trouble. The parts will break down before they reach their what they call uh, design lifespan. It's like certain moving part, like your tire or whatever. Eh? After thirty or forty thousand eh, kilometers, your tread will be one off. You need to change. You need to change. Otherwise, your car is at risk when you drive at high speed. You cannot brake because the tread are no more there. The car will skid. Or sometimes during rain, when the road is wet, the skid resistance is lowered. So it will just skid. 
So all this you have to understand. Then your heart also. Yeah? It has its lifespan. If you overexert it, not enough rest, all this will develop fatigue. You know why it's fatigue, huh? Stress or strain on the thing. So when you have fatigue, it will fail much, much easier. Means like we are engineering, huh? we got study. All this material, we know their strength, yeah? the design strength and all the things like steel bar and all those things, even concrete or whatever. But when it fails under fatigue, you will be very surprised. It is less than 30% of the design strength. It just fails. Yeah. So even in the aeronautical industry, they know here the plane is subject to a lot of vibration and all those things. So this one also can fail under fatigue condition. That's why they got certain lifespan, certain part. After how many hours of flight, they must replace. Otherwise, the danger is there. So knowing your body through your own mindfulness and awareness and your sensitivity, you need to rest. You must rest. And the best way to rest is get a good hospital, a quiet hospital, where you can really shut down and rest. <laughs> uh, but you have a comfortable home, you can also rest very well too. But under hospital condition, you have all the medical people, the nurses, the doctors, and specialists to look at you. So, in fact, that is a good place to rest. Uh, so, because the attention uh, was a one, almost one-to-one -one attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Especially HDU and ICU. Uh, yeah. Uh, so very good. Yeah, continue. Good. <laughs> I'll let you tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, I was in there for five days. Had a lot of uh, IV because um, the doctor couldn't exactly understand why I didn't recover as fast as most <coughs> who uh, stroke patients yeah, yeah, yeah. recover. Yeah. So she, she told me she was very baffled with my condition. Mm. Um, one morning she will do all the knocking. Ah, yeah. <laughs> the Suddenly reflex she action. Said, How come all my reflexes gone? Yeah. Then in the evening she came back and she said, How come all your reflexes are back? Yeah. <laughs> so I, the only thing I could tell her is, Doctor, I got a lot of blessings. <laughs> yeah, Everybody father, is uh, yeah. praying for me, yeah, all my yeah, teachers yeah. And, and all my <laughs> friends and all. So, um, but one thing I would like to say is that I was very aware throughout. I was like looking at in my unit, there were like six patients. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. uh, every time... Uh, Sometimes got coat blue also. Yeah, yeah. yeah? yeah. And um, just look at them and realize that uh, your life is so yeah. fragile. The reality of the form mm. uh, and life the consciousness. Life is so fragile. Yeah. And then one thing I realized it is I didn't have the fear. Oh, very How good. I that one is most important. Means your faith is strong. Your understanding is there to protect you. knew yeah. that I wouldn't die. <laughs> yeah, so I, do. So I, I do. don't know why, yeah. Brother Till. You will know. 
your I parami. I know that uh, I won't yeah, die. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what, what will happen to me there after because yeah, I yeah, couldn't yeah. even sit up or anything. Correct, correct. Uh, you uh, were giddy even after they want to discharge you, huh? Your your yes. balance, uh, your but balance. By that time, because after five days, yeah, uh, you are down. so much better already. Yes, mm. when when you came by, I know when I came with my wife. Yeah, day, yeah, yeah. I was much better, yeah, but yeah. I was still yeah giddy. My yeah. balance. Yeah, your balance. My correct. basically my balance was affected. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but the doctor also kept telling me that I have to get up, I have to walk, yeah, I have yeah, to yeah. try to get yeah. my balance yes, back. Yeah. And what really helped me in my balance yeah. was recalling oh. how to keep my body upright. Yes, father. the only way I can balance. Yes, because yes. the moment, like if I turn my head, Left or right, then I tend to go like yeah, 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 crack yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. I know, I know, I know. But it's like a momentum upright, that drag you there. Yes, uh, momentum. That uh-huh. upright posture, like you know, in the past when I meditate. Or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how to straighten up, your back. Yes, ah, very good. That, that pull up really yeah. helps help you a lot. Improve yes. my balance. Posture. Uh, yes, balance. the posture. Yeah, yeah. So very these good. are the. Little things that yeah. I was aware and I realized, mm. and it helped. Of course, the doctors and the physio and all mm. definitely they have helped me a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in doing it, I also realized that this is how I have to hold my body yeah. up to get back your to balance. Get back my uh, balance. balance. Yeah. So Very after good. a few days. Uh, I, I I got quite well, mm, not in total, and then yeah. the doctor said that uh, I could go back. Yeah, sadio. But the moment I went home, uh, doctor said got to get the frame <laughs> and all those things, which yeah. I did on my way back from hospital. <laughs> went to the pharmacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next day, I found it so cumbersome. Uh, so you don't want to use? Yeah, yeah. So you don't need to use. Yeah. Uh, I put it aside. Yeah, very <laughs> good, sadio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put around, around. To yes. whatever yeah, walls, yeah. walls and furniture, and staircase, and railing, and everything. Yeah. I must say, quite quickly, I recovered. Uh, mm. Recovered. Sad, sad, sad. Yeah, Very good. So, mm. uh, but it's a good learning experience. Oh, very good. Uh, yeah. I think a lot of awaken, uh, awakening. Yes, happened. Uh, in the, in the. Yeah, in that process, uh, as yes. you go through all this. Uh, more urgency. Yeah, that one is the most yeah. vital. Uh, <laughs> More, urgency. More urgency. Then you know how to strike a balance now. You right. will not yeah. go the other and extreme. Uh, to like, like. Very relaxed. Yeah, you should adopt yeah. that relaxed mind state. Mm. Because you don't have to hurry. Even though urgency is there. Yeah. But when you understand, you can do it at your own pace. Uh, then that virya which is there will drive you automatically you will know how to be heedful but getting lazy also brother (laughs) that one is the thought Uh, I I have to advise you that one is the thought coming when you have that thought to say I am also lazy this is the thought telling you without that thought you are beautiful 
you just do what you have to do. But the thought will keep on coming. Ayo, I should have one. After gone through this, I still haven't wake up. All these are from the thought. Understand? <laughs> because you have to understand, as I mentioned, if you have done what you need to do, that is your coming inheritance. It will take care of everything. If you have developed all this wholesomeness, marriage, then you know how to make the aspiration. Then you read through the cultivating the Bodhisattva way, the blue book, eh, with Kuan Yin there, and make all those aspirations for right view. You are already home. You don't have to worry about you lazy or you're not lazy, because there is a thought telling you that you have done what you need to do. Then with that, you are very confident. Even now, the mind shut down, the consciousness separates. They call it no more problem. Everything that needs to be done is done. Yeah, all this understanding will follow you, life after life, no matter what sasana or no sasana, is not a problem. So, keep to that understanding. As long as you take care of karma, karma take care of your life, then you make the vow and aspiration, create all the affinity while you can in this life, you are already home. Yeah, this is the one that will take care of your future, pave the way for you. Then you are not under stressful condition to like determine, work very hard, no more. But that one is still the thought. The thought always have that type of ideology and thinking and it will disrupt. Uh, then sometimes it will make you like develop this conflicting view. That's why you strive wrongly. You strive at the expense of the physical body. Then you find that you are less efficient. It's just like in office, eh? when you are doing your work. Eh? I think most of you experience this one. Let's say you got a lot of work, a lot of deadline. So you try your very best. Then you are very stressed out because you worry about the deadline. How can I finish? It's madness. Then after that, you were so tired, you want to sleep, you dare not sleep. You say, I have to finish it all. But if you continue with this way, you are very inefficient. You have the mind have this worry and this tiredness and this stress, cannot think properly, cannot be efficient, cannot do things properly. So what I learned when I was young is the same. Where I was studying, then I felt that certain day I was so sleepy. Then I keep on dozing off. Then after that I determined again to understand the whatever topic that I'm in either maths or science or what, yeah, this other topic. Then again, I fell sleepy. After three times, I tell myself, forget about it. I went and sleep. The moment I slept, uh, even 10 minutes uh, when I wake up, uh, I feel that I'm energetic, charged up. Then I become more efficient. That's why your body will know. You need to rest, rest. Forget about work. Meditation is the same. Body tired, rest first. And now you have learned the lying down meditation. It's very easy to rest. Uh, very useful. Well, that one will help you a lot. That's why luckily you all learned that. Well, that is the best way to relax and meditate simultaneously. And you won't feel tired anymore. You are like charged up. Your mind becomes very quiet, very still. No thought, nothing. Uh, and this is how you stabilize your daily mindfulness. Then when you come out of it, your mind enters deep then throughout the day, your mindfulness will be with you. That's why you have to stabilize that understanding and that mind state. Then you become beautiful. Yeah.
I'll do it to you. Huh? Anything else? Yeah. Yeah. I like to yeah. share this. Yeah. Yeah. Is that I also realized that uh, apart from taking care of the body and everything, uh, I have learned that I have to step out. Yes, very important. Yeah. Mm. Uh, most of the times in the past, because of so-called <laughs> caring Correct. for yes. people, Correct. caring yeah. how people feel, yeah, yeah, how yeah, people yeah, are, yeah, and yeah, everything, yeah. <laughs> and then you get involved and you fall yeah. in together. Entangled inside. Uh, entangled. Uh, you get uh, entangled. Yeah. So after this illness, yeah. I have learned, yeah. or still learning, cannot say have <laughs> learned, <laughs> still learning uh, to step out. Yeah, that one is the most important. Uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, happier this way. Yeah, a lot more happier. Yeah, uh. can help, help, can yeah. help. Yeah, sorry, when sorry. condition <laughs> is there, you manifest. Mm. No condition, just let things be. Mm. That's why you are not like last time. Last time, Ayo, so-and-so helped me before, I must also help them. Oh, they are my good friend. Last time we used to be... So, you are moved by all this memory to help, to do something. Then you keep on going out, going out. But you forgot about yourself. If there is no condition, just let things be. Even stay at home, silent your mind, radiate love and metta is better way of helping rather than going there to show face and you're that egoic mind always like that no? at least I show my face people appreciate and so they will say yeah Susan care so next time my turn they will also come this type of thought will appear in your mind and so no? but these are mundane thinking so you have to step out of the mundane world the mundane thinking you have to step into the world of Dhamma, understanding. Understanding means what? You don't have to, like, paise, paise, understand? This is what the thought is telling you. You don't have to. You do what you understand based on Dhamma. Your condition, do. No condition, like the Buddha said, let things be. Thing is just the way it is. They have their karma, they have their condition. If there is affinity meant to be, something will happen. Then it will arise. And you will know the sign. Then you say, okay, we go. Yeah. Like your case also same. You know who notified me or not? Your brother, Dennis. Oh. 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 I didn't notify you didn't any... Even Notify any, anybody, I know. No, uh. because I felt this is something I have to go yes, through yes, myself. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and, yeah. and But the condition will arise on. That's why you don't have to do anything. Huh? Mm. So that time only I knew. Because I saw the message when I came back. I was not around. Then I saw that message. I knew already. That's why I straight away read it and do what I have to do. Then I told Danny. I called him out. I say what happened? Then he told me how you collapsed. How they bring you to Clang. Then he went to see you. That time you were still very unstable. Then... He worried for you. That's why he sent that thing to me. Then he told me the second time he went and see you, you are better already. But you need to uh, uh, go through all the. Yes, that time was SJMC already. 
he said you already go through the what scan uh, city scan only so waiting for result all those things uh, then I say very good study I say you don't worry I know what to do that's why after that I notify Suyan then I notify the Kayanamita then after that I call Joyce because I know Joyce very close to you so Joyce went over yeah. then based on whatever we do we know you will recover because of your genuine sincerity kindness your what they call sincerity and your parami yeah, help you a lot I invoke those parami for you uh, <laughs> yeah this is the most effective to nature's law by the power whatever wholesomeness that you have developed after understanding this teaching the cultivation the good mind that you have developed to help people yeah, and to promote the sasana, your generosity everything I say by the power or whatever wholesomeness that you have developed may arise the causes and condition for you to recover to good mind state so that you can recover from whatever condition uh, and that one is very powerful very potent as so I after that we invoke Kainamita to help too uh, that one also will help because most of the Kainamita they also have their whatever parami sure everyone was very yeah, concerned they have their parami <laughs> Then like earlier that. on, because uh, Joyce also recovered because of that, uh, then many, many Kayanamita. Mm. There was one case, I think, uh, I think Mi Fong, yeah. He also, like you, don't want to let anybody know. Then Sui An also don't want to let anybody know because I think he, he must have promised Mi Fong. So he just texted to me, you know. Then I saw, I said, you don't worry. Uh, I know me from quite well. We are in the same uni last time Buddhist society. Then I said, you don't worry. I will know what to do. Then after that, uh, I text back Sui Anno. I said, he will recover. No problem. Uh, that was the trip. She cannot go on. Uh, there was one, the no Putosan. Hey, no, not Putosan. Oh, put awesome the meditation. Uh, uh. So I say it's a blessing in this guy. If he had gone there, he would have been in big trouble. Uh, her condition was very bad. She got this problem with her stomach and all those things. Mm. Then after that, uh, immediately I text Suyana. <coughs> he replied back, Sipratil, he's much better already. Clear already. <laughs> oh. Then after that, the evening itself, he said, discharge already. Uh, so, a lot of these things, if you have faith, it will bring forth the condition for you to recover. Yeah, this is based on nature's law. It's nothing to do with magic. Understand? No. I don't have magic. I don't have psychic. You don't go and look for all these things. Uh, I cannot help you in that way. But if you have goodness, I can invoke power of that goodness for you. And you will recover very fast. Then also, of course, whatever affinity that your nature has with this nature will also help you. Yeah. That's why you must have faith. You must have understanding. Then all this become possible. Mm. Still, uh, can I ask you? Can, yeah. During that uh, period of time, uh, I realized uh, that cannot even call out to the Buddha. I mean, I just couldn't go into prayer. Yeah, cannot. Because your mind has, like, after the shutdown, 
become different already. And you are not from that tradition of faith. If you are from that tradition of faith, you will call, especially Kuan Yin, Home, Me, Me, Pay, Me, Home. That one will develop your faith. You are not from I that tried, tradition. I tried you cannot. Chan, I tried yeah, you are not from that tradition. You are greatly influenced by Theravada tradition. That's why you don't have the Mahayana tradition. Otherwise, that something will... Even Shen Hua also, when he got problem, he called upon Kuan Yin. Yeah. Om me me pe me ho. And he recovered. He was attacked by non-human when he was crossing the ocean to United States. He wrote it in his book. Oh. <laughs> because these were the non-human yeah, that were very angry with him when he was in China. Because in China, he earlier on helped a lot of people using his psychic. Then later on, he realized it's not right to interfere. But then he said in his book, he said there was one occasion he got no choice. He was forced to go and do it. You know what happened? He visited this old lady. The son was a butcher, I think. Butcher. <laughs> then the mother was so sick. They said what told this butcher, the son. He said, I can't help. I cannot interfere. This butcher's son don't understand. No. What is this monk telling me? Can help and yet I don't help. I cannot help. So he he ran after Shen Hua. No. Then Shen Hua kept him outside. Doesn't want to see him anymore. You know what he did? No? He took the butcher knife out. He said, I will commit suicide outside your temple if you don't help my mother. He got no choice. So he went and helped. So when he went and helped, he has to fight these two non-human. There is a karmic debt that the mother did to them in past life. So when the mother was old and weak, they had the ability to come and like, create fear in her and force her to pay back the karmic debt. So Shen Huan knew. So Shen Huan told them, karmic debt will be paid through the karmic way. You cannot come because I'm around. So they fought, and Shen Hua won. The mother recovered. So these two human was non-human was very angry, according to Shen Hua. Huh? You know what they did? They consulted their master. The non-human got a teacher. Huh? The master also cannot fight Shen Hua on land. He said, you have to wait till he go on the sea. Yeah, the master is an expert in water. I think the person, uh, snake one, uh, very powerful in water. Huh? Uh, Naga, uh, Naga, very powerful. So when he decided to travel to America, because six patriarch came to his dream one day, tell him your place is in the West, America. So during that time, I think early seventies, I think, yeah, when he was crossing the ocean, for oh, these two non-human together with the master come create havoc until Shen Hua also cannot do anything. Then he just silenced his mind and called upon Kuan Yin. That's how Kuan Yin's nature appeared and helped him. Then on his way, he also was attacked because there was some poison that he forced to take. And he managed to use his psychic eh, to hide it somewhere in his leg or nowhere. Then he reached America. Safely. 
but he got to wait for don't know seven years or what for karmic to take his course for the poison all to come out yeah. that's why you play this psychic you will get into all this trouble you cannot interfere yeah, this is nature human mind non-human mind with delusion they have a lot of anger hatred vengeance so you can't that's why Sakyamuni is, is the best don't have anything to do with all this non-human even the medium or but share marriage with them, transfer marriage to them, rejoice with whatever they do, and invoke power of marriage for them to protect the sasana. May they long protect the sasana. So this is how Sakyamuni teach. Don't depend on non-human. Don't fight with people. Don't get involved with psychic and all those things. Because it will affect you. So last time in Shenhua's main vow, you can check, he determined uh, every lie he come, uh, he must have the psychic or no. Oh, oh. Then I was told, finally, before he died, he removed that one. He removed that one. Uh, he, removed. he knew, cannot. This time I'll bring more problems. Uh, so, we learn from all these great beings. Uh, he is also one of the people. I took refuge, my whole family took refuge under him because there were conditions. Yeah. When I was in the uni, I met him twice. Yeah. And when I came out, condition arrived. So he was the first West, Western, uh, what they call, the first Zen master, one of the first to went over to the West in America and started that Dhamma Rhyme uh, University, one fortune, the city of 10,000 Buddhas. Then he started the translation society or committee. Then I was the first to receive his part one, Surangama Sutta, Leng Yanjing. That time only the first chapter was translated to English. Uh, and I received it in the 70s. Uh, 79 going to 80. I think, uh, or I think later on was 82. Two, I think 82. The photo stack copy, you know, part one. <laughs> and it was given to me by one salesman. No? At first, I didn't know who this salesman was. I saw his hand. Uh, uh, he got that bit, uh, the bit, the Mahayana bit. Uh. Then he saw on my hand the yellow string. No? We go break few temple, they give you the yellow string. Actually, the reason why I tie that yellow string is to prevent people from creating unnecessary negative speech and but they don't know my cultivation they don't know who I am so I wear that to protect others not to protect myself then he saw my yellow string and said you are a Buddhist? Uh, I said in a way I am a Buddhist uh, then he said I give you a book he just said like that I give you a book Oh, I said thank you I thought one of the Dhamma books so I didn't pay attention then we discussed, he was very patient. According to my secretary, he waited for me uh, for many weeks. He kept on calling five times. Then my secretary said, Mr. Tio, I think this person is different. This salesman is different. He was very patient. He came four times, I rejected him. And today he is here again for the fifth time. Do you want to see him? Then when I heard this, uh, 
I knew got condition. I said, okay, you tell him to wait. Huh? After I meet with my people, after they are gone, you ask him to come in and see me. So my office started at 8.30, so I said 9 o'clock, come and see me. Then I found out his product was quite good, so I said, okay, I can give it a try. Then the next day, uh, he came and gave me the book. Uh, I saw a photostat book. Uh, so I said, thank you so much. Then I flicked open. Uh, I didn't know what that word is, uh, Suranga Masuta. I haven't heard of it. Uh. Then I said, where do you get this book? He said, I get it from my teacher. Then I turned to the introduction and preface page. Uh. I saw Master Shen was named there you know, with all the translation thing. Hey, I said, this is the monk that I want to meet. We were last time in the uni. I met him twice, but that time I got no money. I don't know how to make offering. I just pay respect and just rejoice with his sharing. And we got this psycho star note. Then you know what he told me, you know? Actually, I'm his kapia. He was Master Shen was kapia. He said, I follow Shen Ho for many years. He was from Ipoh, I remember. He said, well, the father said he was the only son. Must come back and take over the business. That's why he was forced to come back and take over the business. And he also English educated. That's why he got me that book. And I tell you, it was so amazing. After that day, I opened up the book. Uh, like everything that is mentioned inside there, I understand. Uh, I know what that book was all about. Uh. Then I said, I must get all the other parts, the translation. Then I got a brother who is an electrical engineer, worked in Penang. The company sent him to uh, the Silicon Valley, also America. <laughs> then I said, will you be near LA? Yeah, yeah, I said, I'm going to the area. He said, do me a favor. I said, whatever book, English translation there you can find, you just buy and uh, sent by boat or ship back to me. So he ended up buying a total of almost 1,500 over US, the translated book. <laughs> so I got all the translation, Miao Fa Lian Hua Jing, Xing Jing, everything. So I also don't know why I asked for it. Then later I come to know, because when I read through, I understand. Nobody taught me anything. Then the condition just arise because after that, Kuan Yin came to me in 
Then after that, 89 until now, I got no more teacher. <laughs> Even my last teacher told me, he said, Theo, remember one thing. When there is no more earthly guy, you know, it's earthly guy. Huh? From the world one, earthly one. He said, in the astral, means within the astral line, they will send somebody from the astral to you. Because he also got one astral guide that came to him, the Himalaya, 600 years old. Uh, and after I met him again, 20 years later, uh, I think, uh, 20 years later was 89, 99, 2009. The first thing he asked me was, did anybody come? I said, nobody came. <laughs> Even the astro also don't have to come. <laughs> you know, I don't need people. Really. I don't need Dhamma. Really. <laughs> so until today, there is no more guy, no more teacher, no more being. Nothing. So it is so amazing. That's why when you are in this field, things happen, but the condition will unfold, and you will know, your nature will know, and you will become very beautiful. So that is the story. Yeah? So we finish our story. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah. No more. Let us thank Susan for the good sharing. Huh? Sadu, sadu, sadu. That's why I want to let you all understand one more thing. When you go through life, when you experience very critical moment in your life, that is the changing moment. <laughs> you will learn a lot of things you were awakened. Hmm. Because there was one incident too, I remember. Hmm. I was with my wife. I think we got this uh, ticket, I think. I think it was from... I think OSK Investment Bank at that time. Huh? Because my trading was quite big. So they give me every year this voucher, huh? free voucher to have lunch in their Swiss Garden Hotel. Huh? and the, book the hotel room free, all those things. So, before I did my NGO, I think that was six, seven years ago, hmm. then there was one day we actually went there to stay. Yeah? So I was having my bath. Then I came out from the toilet. Yeah? I think it was quite cold, I don't know what. Then all of a sudden, uh, my whole body uh, just fall like that, you know, palm onto the floor, you know, very hard, you know, very long. My wife panicked, you know, but I was fully aware, you know, fully aware. Then I couldn't speak, you know, I couldn't speak. Then my wife was calling me, then I said, don't worry, let me rest. So I silenced my mind completely. Then within three minutes, I get up. Yeah. Then I knew I would know how to die in the center. I can never die. Even at that moment, if this nature dies, no problem. You are fully aware. And that true mind is all the time there, despite the body shut down. That's why I know what he meant by totally no strength, cannot move anything. But I was lucky because after I rest, or I can speak to my wife. I said, don't worry, let me rest. I just said like that. Then I rested, I think, not more than three minutes. After that, I fully recovered. Yeah. 
Then when I was very young, I told you my consciousness came out. That one also let me understand what the real form of mind is. What is this consciousness? This one is a random that can come out. And this one is not me, I know. This one can see my body. But this one cannot go back to the body because the silver cord was severe. <laughs> I technically died at that time. Yeah. But because of my nature, I still got duty and things to do. That's why somehow that consciousness just know how to go in. I remember I gave it a struggle. I just like just move. I also don't know how I know how to move that way. I just give it a push. Pop, I went in. Then I came back control of my body and mind. Yeah. So all this, you have the parami, you have the past. You will go through. It will show it to you. It will let you understand. So what I share with you is not book knowledge. A lot of the things I share, the book also never write. Uh, so you will come to understand all this as you develop your cultivation. Mm. So this is the aspect of Dhamma that is very rare, very difficult to come by. You have the condition to hear them. It will help you in your future as you progress along the path of Dhamma. Where all these are possible. Uh, and you can develop a lot of understanding yeah, from what happened to you as you go through life. Okay? So let us rejoice. Huh? Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. What time now? Oh, 2.25. We still got another half hour. Huh? What are the thing you want to know. Yeah. Any other question or sharing? Uh, so now that Susan has shared the beautiful sharing. Anybody else? Uh, why keep on passing the mic? Nobody hold the mic. Uh, <laughs> ah, yeah. Pass to Garrett. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Push it all the way. Uh. Hello. Yeah. So... What I do is a lot to do with uh, future Dharma propagations. Ah, okay. yeah. But I face with a lot of obstacles as and when. So very often I want to give up already. So. Yeah, I remember you came and talked to me many times. <laughs> but many times I want to give out, then there will be someone talk to me. You see. Right. So lately I met a Chrissy, right, okay. I told him uh, over a few whiskey like, we talked, right? Mm -hmm. I say really, you know, sometimes I really feel like giving up. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> so I say all these things is not good for me, you see. Too capable, it's just like what you're saying. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just step up, uh, then I will be yeah. a, a very happy man. You see? Right. So you see, um, very often this Mara will come. Yeah. 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 So this is the one. Very often will come and catch up you. Oh yes, uh, very so true. Most people have at, that. Especially you want to do good things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe you can elaborate on that. Yeah, very uh, good. Uh, okay. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Let us rejoice. This is a very good question. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. You see, Dhamma is like that. Huh? I remember Shenhua said this uh, in Mandarin. Uh, I heard from one of his talks. Uh, 
I think it was at the Oakland Road. This, uh, if you drive from KL into Oakland Road, on your right hand side, there's an elevated Buddhist temple. I think Mahayana. I forgot the name already. Nah. Huh? Is it YBL? Oh, I'm not very sure. But when he was there, he delivered that talk. I remember he he mentioned this. Mo you cannot witness Mara, Anasana. But those who got negative karma on, also a lot of Mara after them. Where you do energy field, you also canal. But the cultivator one is different. The cultivator one, you must understand, there is no negative karma involved because you are a cultivator. But most cultivator got past karma also, Anasana. Well, before you go to the right path and the right cultivation, you have gone on the wrong path. You did a lot of this, what they call uh, coming negativity without you knowing. Especially some of them, when they become devas, uh, you know there are two rhymes within the deva rhyme. The top two, they call it the mara rhyme. What Nimararati or the Novati or these two? These two, I tell you, they all like to punish all these psychic cultivator, those who do energy fuel. They will appear like non-human inside there, but they manifest into Kuan Yin, into Buddha, and they talk to you. They say, now you have met your what they call ideal. Samasam Buddha or Kuan Yin Bodhisattva. And then they will delude you, convince you, then you will get into trouble. They say, Zao for Yap Mo. Then you get into psychic entanglement. Then a lot of them become cuckoo men. I got one case, the wife went cuckoo. And this one was a Theravada practitioner. That was the earliest. The husband was also a civil engineer. We happened to be in the same uh, project because he was the client. And he was with us. I was with the consultants, you know. Then the contractor was somebody uh, where the client know. Then there is a technical assistant that runs the project. Uh, he is also the project manager for the contractor. So this project manager knows me because after he get to know me after two or three projects, he knows that I'm a cultivator. I don't drink and all those things. So this client, a civil engineer who was the client side, he keep on forcing me to drink. Every time got dinner or lunch or whatnot, he said, come la, where I got Engineer don't drink one. Uh, so he, 
I said thank you, thank you. I said thank you for your kindness. I said I I will drink Chinese tea. So he 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 got like impatient, no? After a few time, then luckily this contractor T A tell him, said T O is a Buddhist. He is a meditator. He is a cultivator. He don't drink what. He told him separately, you know. Then the next day he came. Uh, he was observing me. You know. Then he talked to me. You know. He said, "You meditator." I said, "Yeah." Why? You also teach Dhamma, yeah? Why? I think I need to see you. Is it? Yeah, the wife got big problem. Oh. He went into psychic, developed all the jhana, the psychic. Then the Mara came and attacked until she got so much fear. So much phobia, and he said she has been all over the place, consult all the monks and all those things. Nothing worked, and she was in that state. <laughs> Then I told him, I say, provided you can help him, uh, help her, or she is in a proper mind state to listen. And do as per my advice, that she will recover. Yeah. So it's like they have to ask for forgiveness. Uh, otherwise, the husband have to do on him. Yeah. But he is not even a Buddhist. He don't believe all these things. So there was nothing much. But the wife strangely wanted to come and see me. Yeah. <laughs> and I can see the karmic obstruction was very strong. She keep on asking me about meditation and all this. I said, your problem is not meditation. Your problem is coming obstruction. She don't believe. She keep on wanting to know how can she progress and do other things. So after two or three times, I said, if you continue to do this, your karmic thing won't go off. You will remain the way you are, and there is nothing much. I can do. I say. Yeah. So what I did was I invoke power of merit because the husband used to treat me and I said, like lunch or those things. I did entertainment through the company. Then he also invited me to his house to have one meal. So after I read that one, I think then the case. I also don't know what happened to the wife because after that project, I didn't meet them, and they moved to another place. Then the next part is when you are in this real dhamma, a lot of tests will come. Please remember, don't give up. If you give up, means your thought is telling you. If you are sincere, you have the faith. If you really have that understanding, the dhamma is full of what they call obstacle. Understand? The first obstacle is. Karmic offense. You know what is karmic offense? Negative karma that you have done. So these are karmic obstacle. So this karmic obstacle will come. If let's say last time you teach people the wrong meditation, you send them to Holland a few times. So this like you come, you will also end up with that type of teacher and asana. But what Garrett say on is for those who want to help the sasana. Develop the funding for the Buddhist community, and do something really, really important for the sasana and the Buddhist community. So this one is another group of、uh, people, 
And this one also, like I used to tell Garrett, you don't worry. If you are patient, you are sincere, condition will unfold. People will come and help you. And this is what he realized. Every time he wanted to give up, something will happen, something will happen. Then later on, she come to, he come to know a lot of things too. But before that, I would like to add one more thing. Because before he come to the Dhamma, I think Adeline also know, they were in Chipaka last time. When Ing Chai asked me to go there and share, Garrett and the wife, they all, they went through that recession. Huh? Very, very severe recession. I think he, he, his business, everything was like when he went. And I didn't know that time. But I was observing. He always sit at the back of my class alone, huh? at the back there with a notebook. So that time, I didn't know what he was doing. He was so patient, though. After a few months, huh? I think three months, if I'm not wrong, he started to ask questions. Huh? And a lot of very strong questions. No? I think he has been listening. That's why he finally knew it was karma, nothing else. The last time he also tried all the feng shui thing and all those things. Nothing worked. Fortunately. <laughs> then finally uh, he came and talked to me one day very seriously. You know? He said my life was upside down. Not until I met you and all those things. Then he decided to change. That's why he recovered. Then later on he even overcome his own problem all thing. Then there were conditions for him eh, to help out because at the Chempaka there, when Ing Chai lost the president election, eh, he knew you know, all the activity by Ing Chai will be closed down where he lost to the president. <laughs> and they knew the president is going to win the incumbent uh, because of certain reasons. I also knew. Yeah. So he was very kind. He asked me to advise Ing Chai. So I told in China, you don't worry, your condition will come. That's why finally he followed what I said. Then he invited me to start another branch in Taman Maya. I, I went and helped him during the early part, I think, many months I was there. Then later on, I think he renounced and become a monk. He went to Burma. What happened to him, huh? Garrett? Uh, he's in Shah Alam. Oh, in Shah Alam, huh? Is it the Samadhi? I, I'm, I'm not sure. Not sure. Oh, he is back already. Yeah, yeah. He should have changed a lot. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get him over. Huh? So because of all these things, yeah, because like I say, Ing Chai also try to do a lot of good things for the Dhamma activity. But there is also a lot of this type of test and obstacle. But luckily I told him, if you have the faith, the Sada, the Virya, and you are sincere, you persevere, things will unfold, your time will come, I say, because you have that sincerity. And when it unfolds, you will know. Uh, so all this, you will go through. Uh, you only need to know that by doing all this is to help people to develop the sasana, the dispensation, and all those things. And these are very wholesome activity, good activity. But when it comes to cultivation, if you know all this about the Mara and all those things, you have to be careful. Without the understanding of the true teaching, you not only cannot be tested, you get into big trouble. But if you have faith, you don't react. I realize one thing you have to remember is 
you don't react to situation, you don't store your mind and get upset, nothing can happen to you. You just accord and flow. Then later on, as your development of the cultivation become more and more stable, you will understand the sign. The sign will appear. And what you have to do is accord and flow. Don't go against. Don't stir your mind. Don't react. Don't get unhappy. Always calm yourself down with clarity of mind. Make yourself at peace. Then confront the situation with understanding. Then just do what you have to do sincerely. Then all this coming negativity of Mara condition and attack, they were reversed by themselves. Can I yeah. add on a bit? Ah, uh, can. Uh. Uh, yesterday I was talking to my wife. Ah, yes. Uh, somebody knocks my uh, daughter's car. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, everybody say I have chain now. Chain to be so calm. Yeah. Uh, so, you can uh, see uh, that thing in you. Uh. When people even hit me, or it's, uh, it's, it's okay. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But Not like I, last time. Huh? I just <laughs> talked to my wife. I used to be very angry. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I'm going to go angry. I'm going to be so how 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 much do I have to take more? <laughs> yeah, that's right. My my daughter's car knocks right people. Yeah, say, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. But after one month, this guy still take it. Uh, <laughs> so he knows he cannot harm me, you see. But I, I don't put on pressure on him, you see. Uh -huh, yeah. So he just take it easy, take it easy until uh. few days. I, I I lost a bit of temper. Basically, <laughs> I, even vulgar words come out already, you see. <laughs> Oh, I, then things work. Ah, yes, uh, so yes, yes. Uh, I'm, I'm. Sometimes we we have to. Use, <laughs> I don't know, you know, brother. I, know, you I, know. I, I will explain all yeah, this. Okay, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So you see, when it comes to situation like what uh, Garrett shared, let's say you got an accident. Okay, it's not just you think you have changed. Then you try to understand people. You don't want to make a fuss out of it. What is important is to resolve issue amicably. Understand? Amicably means we are not trying to take advantage of people. We are not trying to let people take advantage of you. Understand? Especially if you can have the means. To us, it's not much to repair the car. Understand? I tell you one incident, you understand. My wife was with me that time. My daughter came back from Singapore. So he said, Daddy, let me drive. I say okay, drive. So she long time didn't drive. In Singapore, you know, very difficult to get a car to drive. So she seldom drives. So we were at Atria there. So my daughter was actually on the right side of the road. Then this guy was from the junction, turning into Atria, going up the ramp. Four wheel drive, ram into my daughter's car. And you know, four wheel drive very tough. Huh? So my wife, uh, my daughter was on the driver's side. So it hit the uh, the bonnet near the side bonnet. You call it what? The side panel huh? near the front light, and my daughter's car door. Yeah. Yeah. Quite bad <laughs> damage. And straight away, I told my daughter, "Okay, don't panic. She come down." And it was a young man, I think. Yeah. 
I think must be construction site or the no one. I think he also panicked. The other why he yelled at him, what are you doing? He panicked instead of brake, he ran on the accelerator and <laughs> banged into my daughter's car. Then I look at him, I knew this this guy also not much money. Huh? I said, you have to be careful in the future when you drive. Then he said, yeah, sorry, sorry. I said, it's okay, you don't worry. Yeah. And after that, I said, next time, be careful. I said, you have a wife, you have a kid. You better be careful. I said, you, you don't always meet people who understand. Yeah. I said, you can go, never mind. We will sort out whatever that need to be sorted out. Then my daughter came down. She was also, of course, shocked. Oh, daddy, luckily uh, nothing happened. Uh, so how? I said, we go and repair ourselves. Uh, it's not going to cost that much. I can claim insurance if I want to, but I will lose my NCB. More important is you don't get hurt. He don't get hurt. We can resolve it amicably. It's the best. Otherwise, you go and make a police report. You know how much time wasted. At least three, four hours there. Take photo everything then. He cannot uh, summon, of course. He banged you. Definitely the sergeant will find him. And maybe he got to pay the fine, don't know how much, I don't know. Then insurance get involved. Understand? And everybody get involved. So no point. So it's not a matter of you are too soft, you are not trying to take action, you let people take advantage of you. But the law of karma, you must understand. Whatever you do, come back to you, understand? If you are kind to people, people will be kind to you. If you are that type that calculate everything, you will get back that karmic friction. Because when I was in the university second year, I borrowed a motorbike from a classmate, CB100. I banged into a Volvo too. I was crossing the small lane, I didn't see the car power. <laughs> and my worry was how to pay for that Volvo. It was a relatively new Volvo. No? Then the motorbike I borrowed from my classmate also, the headlight also smashed, the wheel also banged. So I, I, I really don't know what to do. That time I was just second year. And I only had this Kedah State loan, which is about 2000 a year, enough to last me with maybe 200 ringgit. <laughs> so I don't have that type of money to pay him. And you know, that driver was so kind, you know, from the Volvo, he came now, he looked at me, you know, are you okay, he said, do I need to send you to hospital? I said, no, no, I'm okay, but my motorbike is not okay. I didn't talk about his Volvo, you know. He said, you don't worry, he said, he gave me his card, huh? his name card. He said, go to the mechanic, do up everything, then call me, I will go and pay the bill. Wow, got such people around. <laughs> I was full of joy. I said, thank you, thank you so much. Then I brought my motorbike back. Then my discard made look at me. Uh. I was also so surprised. Uh. He didn't even yell or scold me. Uh. He just asked me, uh, what happened? I said, I banged a Volvo. Then I said, he gave me this card. He said, you go and do all the repair and call him. He will pay the bill. Wow, he was so happy. Uh. He said, I got a lot of things to repair. <laughs> he took the thing. So, good karma, you will end up having good fortune. Whatever you do to help people, it doesn't mean you let people take advantage of you. 
Because you never knew how karma work. Karma work in very, very wonderful ways. That you have kindness and goodness. This is your inheritance. You reap what you sow. It will come back to you. People will respond equally. But if I have been violent and forced the situation and end up making life difficult for people, in future, when I did this thing, I will also be forced into a situation. Understand? I will also get into trouble. People will also scold me, fire me, and say, you got no eye on her. How you drive one? <laughs> then you get all this. Because these are the comic things that you hit out at people without you knowing through wrong speech. Uh, then you create so much fear. I say, I'm going to report you. I'm going to make sure you go to jail. Uh, uh, and all those nonsense. Actually, no point. Can resolve amicably, means resolve it. Happened already. What can you do? We got insurance to claim. That's why I taught my daughter many things too. He, at one time, the taxi driver, so my daughter knew car because first year, also banged into the taxi. But luckily, the taxi guy saw my daughter lady. Say, tapa tapa, kita pergi buat laporan polis. I admit salah. <laughs> so my daughter first time accident after license, a panic now call me. So, so I said, don't worry, we resolve it amicably. So luckily, all this were resolved amicably. Then my daughter start to learn how to resolve things. I said, first, don't fear, don't panic. Whatever happened, you just tell them, I'm sorry for what happened. If you think you are right, don't argue with them, understand? You can claim my insurance. Uh, my insurance is first party, don't worry. A lot of money for you to claim. Uh, then resolve. If you start to argue, I tell you, you meet violent people, you get into trouble for nothing. This is to avoid coming negative. You never know what type of karma you carry in the past. If you speak harshly or just because of emotion or not, well, this is conditioned for your past karma. People will whack you. Well, in the past, you whack people before. Understand? That's why no point doing all these things. Whatever you do, <laughs> definitely it's not easy. But to you, it's like a disadvantage. Like you, 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 you're very soft. Understand? Uh, you are not firm. Then, like you say just now, when I start to get angry, the result work. Understand? Uh, that one is also true. But it's not because you get angry. If you have the Dhamma, it's different. You have to raise your voice, but without anger. Understand? We are different people. You need different way of dealing with that. That's why when you have the Dhamma, you understand. Because I got a lot of stuff when I was working. And this stuff, all very different. Right? Some, uh, they take the software. Uh, you give them to him, to what? They become very appreciative and they will change and they will really work for you. But there are some, uh, you, like you say, uh, too soft or what, uh, you don't raise your voice, you don't reprimand them. Uh, they climb over your head one, do you understand? Uh? They take advantage, they say, oh, they tell uh, ayah, jangan takut lah, dia tak marah. Uh. They were going to talk down there or no? Then there was one case, uh, this, this was a, 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 a real case. It happened to be, uh, I think, Bangla engineer. Uh. I didn't know his family was all very smart or no, PhD holder or the real. Uh, then he was from quite a well-to-do family, I didn't know. So I went to the site, then I realized he was not in. 
when I left a message, I say, when he come back, ask him to call the office. Then I was very smart also. I told my office secretary, uh, every hour call up and check whether he's back or not. Until 5 o'clock, still not back. Uh. Then 5.30, he reached office. Uh. Then the secretary tell him, he said, you, you got problem already. He said, the HQ senior engineer came. He was looking for you. He cannot find you. He asked me to tell you to call him immediately. <laughs> so he called me that evening. I was still in the office. And I said, where did you go? He lied, you know. He said, I got something on. I had to attend to it. And then when I came back, he said, my secretary didn't inform me. And now only I get to know. Then he didn't know. I asked my secretary to call now every hour. He didn't know. So I said, I give you one chance, I said. Are you sure you're telling me the truth? I said, I don't like people who lie to me. He said, I'm telling you the truth. He said, I came from a family where all PhD holder one. All those things, he said. I never lie at all. I said, you sure? I'm giving you one more chance. And he insists, oh. I said, okay, tomorrow morning you come. I want him to, in front of my secretary, Asked my secretary to tell him what happened. Wow, after that, I tell you, uh, he was so unhappy. You know. Then he said, you are picking on me. He said, okay, he said, I mean, I didn't come back the whole day because I got something. I said, you only need to tell me the truth. Is it so hard to tell me the truth? Even though I raised my voice, and I was not angry. I just want to teach him a lesson. I know this guy, you cannot let him off like that. You cannot be soft to him. He is not going to listen to you. So after that, uh, I told him, for me, my management is very simple. If you finish your work, you got no problem. I can close one eye. You just call me up and let my secretary know. I will let you go. I will cover for you. But if you lie to me, I will report you up. Okay. Discipline action will be taken against you. There is no other way out. Uh, then after that, luckily, he asked, he apologized. I said, okay, because you apologize, I give you a chance. I said, I won't report this thing up. Yeah, I give you a chance. But then after that, he became very hardworking. Uh, he never ran already. Then anything he talked to me, yeah, because he has the trust. Then one day, he applied to Singapore U for master. And he actually couldn't get it on because his, <laughs> his uh, what application, uh, he want me to sign the, you call it what, recommendation or testimony. The way he write, I look at it. I say, what do you want with this testimony? He said, I want to apply Singapore U, do the master program, paid one no? I say, you forget about it. Wow, you were so angry. No? He's my whole family PhD holder. No? And you, you look down upon me. I say, you haven't even heard me say it. I say, forget about it, because with this type of testimony, it's not going to get you that thing. You're going to fail. You're not going to make it. Then he said, what must I do? I said, you just leave it here. Tomorrow I will write one for you. Then if you agree, you take it. If you don't agree, you can write your own. I'm not going to sign for you. Then <laughs> you know, he was like, happy and yet to know what the thing is. You know. 
The next day after I redraw for him, uh, he got a shock of his life. He thanked me profusely, you know. He said, Mr. Teo, I never knew you were so conversant and good about all these things. All the things that he has done for me, he didn't even know what he has done for me. So as a project manager, there were many things that I can write in the CV. And because of that, he got that scholarship to do the master. And he called me from Singapore. He said, Mr. Teo, Mr. Teo, thank you so much. Because Sing Dollar no paid that time. See, a person, you need to raise your voice, you raise, but you don't have anger inside. Understand? This is how you deal. This is Dhamma got a lot of variation. Then regarding Mara, you must know, like our spiritual trip I told you all before, our Utai Sanon, something happened no, at the gate there. Cannot go out because they want, the government official want money. Yeah. Then I found out from the Taoyu, that they want about, I think, 2,000 renminbi to go up and all this thing. Then I said, no need, uh, we resolve it amicably. I said, no need to go up. I said, well, I look at the timing. By the time you reach Utai San, I know it's very mountainous. It's going to be dark at night. So if I can save that three-hour journey up and down, I will reach there before seven. Just nice. So I said, cancer, no need to go, no need to pay. Entrance fees also no need to pay. But the Tao Yu panic. No? He thought he didn't fulfill the program. Eh? In China, it's like that one. No? Your license for your tourist license eh, can be cancelled if people complain. No? And I said, you don't worry about that. Uh, I will sign everything for you, I said. I will even confirm that we don't want to go up. Yeah. So you don't have to compensate us anything. So after that, I think he called the boss. Then you know what happened. Uh? The boss was so happy. He said, got this type of people. Uh. <laughs> they save entrance fee, no need to go up. Then drive all the way to Utaisan. Then the boss said, uh, give them better food. <laughs> so all our food, uh, oh, Kali one. That's how you resolve things. Uh. Then we were lucky. You know, because of condition, I saw the sign. Then we didn't go. Then we went to Utaisan. Uh. I tell you, the weather was perfect. We reached there early. Then the new, the Tao Yu who took us there, he said, you all were so lucky, you know. He said, he took us up to one of the peak. There are five peak up there. He said, there is never a day where the sky is so clear where you can see all the five peak together. Then in the sky, I remember, there was this dragon and phoenix, you know, with the cloud up there. Very clear, you know. Oh. There a lot of Yamita also saw. Oh. So, meant to be, will be, understand? It's just because you petty over this thing, you go and quarrel with them, threaten to report to the whatever. I tell you, you create a lot of coming negativity by reacting. Just by not reacting, understanding the sign, echo, and flow. That's why I say, whatever happens, this non-human, they got their way, or, or Mara, they got their way. Especially when you are going for the true cultivation and Dhamma. Uh, even when I did the sharing, remember the clang talk on the emptiness? I told you. <laughs> when we arrived there early, just in time of the day, but the delay started, no? the monks chanting, no? and late, no? 15 minutes later. Yeah. If you have reacted and 
the right negativity or thought, uh, hey, we're supposed to start at 8.30, uh, why are they still chanting inside there? You know what I told the people there? I said, no, I just let it be. Let them finish. Then after finish, uh, before the talk start, uh, this mic, uh, no sound. Uh. Huh? And a lot of other things. I said, don't worry, let it be. No sound, no recording, no mind. I just speak. Then after that, don't know what Suyan did. Uh, pop, the sound come back. Uh. Uh, then the whole talk went through smoothly. Uh, I mentioned it in the talk. You look, read through the book transcript, you will listen to them. So when you echo and flow, don't react, don't arise negativity or mind state. You will feel them, the sound. You know they are trying to interfere. Uh, and many other occasions. But my nature is so far so good. Huh? Very lucky. They never attack me personally. Uh, I have never had any problem. Uh, but they try to disrupt other things. Yeah. That's why if you have all this understanding, your way will be very straight because I don't touch psychic. I don't have a fixed pattern where people can like, focus your behavior and character. Uh, but my food they can focus. Yeah, they know what food I like. But so far they didn't disturb me through the food. <laughs> Uh, even those who went with me to Thailand, they know what I like. <laughs> the only thing is, when I make decision there and then, my decision is entirely based on that moment, the condition. Yeah. That's why you ask me any trip next year or this year, I don't know. <laughs> no condition, nothing. But condition, things will arise. Then I say, okay, we plan. Uh, then I will instruct for Masuri and those who help me. Uh, we go ahead. And then all the trip come out beautiful. Very beautiful. Uh, okay, let the owner speak before it's too late. <laughs> Sadhu. Uh. Oh, exactly three, yeah? So time for owner to speak. <laughs> so we should uh, uh, appreciate Freddie, Alicia and family uh, for giving us the good condition to uh, attend this house dana, to partake in all this wholesomeness together with the uh, Dhamma sharing, eh? and we should also thank all Kairamitas for helping out to make this house dana a very, very successful one. Also, special thanks to Susan eh? for the good condition and the sharing. Eh? We rejoice. Sadhu, Sadhu, Sadhu. Ah, okay, now, ready. Eh? <coughs> good afternoon. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say thank you and uh, my great attitude to Brother Tio, Mrs. Tio, uh, for guiding us all the years, me and uh, all my wife and <coughs> all the Kalamitas. At the same time, I would like to say thank you to all Kalamitas who are here and who are not here and to come for this dana in my house. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Now Elisha. Hello, Brad Yu, Mrs. Yu, all the Kalamitas. Thank you, everyone, for being here, or those who cannot come, I feel a bit sorry, but I hope they can come next time. Uh, actually, this is uh, our dana. Actually, it's money affair. Uh, mm. I wouldn't say my house dana because it's everyone's dana. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, I would like to thank everyone, uh, especially virtual Mr. Steele, how kind he was full of joy, you know, I was like thinking to send to everyone, you know, like, ah, uh, I'm going to be in the Ah, yeah. And then, uh, and then uh, just uh, all the people who partake in this dana, you know, uh, Pamasuri for the yeah. very <laughs> delicious uh, sambal batai and, yeah. you know, uh, song and PG, they all contribute on the queen. Susan also brought, the, the most uh, wonderful is Susan is here. I was like holding my tears. I almost wanted to cry when I saw her. And then everyone, you know, uh, I was in this spiritual path because it's really good, Despite我走了很久,就是好像Jared讲的我,我们会遇到很多obstacles,我们会遇到很多困难,可是我就没有像他这样说,我要give up了,我还没有遇到一个很大很大的可能,可能就是还是继续的努力,我也是会像主持人
you no longer fear and your awareness is very clear and straight away you can reflect on the Dhamma straight away uh, you will understand many many things then you will see the urgency like what Susan went through uh, no more of this complacency then you will feel you have to walk out of the mundane mind through its own self-delusion telling you all these things you have learned to be sensitive to life sensitive to your mental movement how your mind stirs, how it arises, how it creates and how through memory conditioning you respond and you input all your content of consciousness based on your views, opinion, conditioning and memory so this is not the right way to act Acting according to memory is not acting at all. You are acting according to your views, opinion, conditioning, fear, scars of memory, selfishness, emotional negativity, and all these things. The right way to act is using the Dhamma, means you act according to wisdom, right view, understanding, which is following Noble Eightfold Path to resulting amicably. So right view to accept, then condition the right thought, right speech, right action. Then you can resolve things amicably. Then you have the right effort to constantly purify your right speech, right action, and right thought. You become beautiful. You take care of karma. You avoid evil. You do good. Then when you have mindfulness and stability of mindfulness leading to samadhi, you can see things as they are. You can awaken. You can develop the wisdom. You can straighten your view. You can see how your mundane mind deceive you, trick you, condition you into negativity and create all the entanglement in life, the affliction, the suffering, the misery. So through all this, you like overnight wake up and understand that this is all not real, impermanent. They come and they go. And you attach, cling and hold. You develop self-delusion that condition your craving when you cannot get what you want, suffering is the result. Uh, then because it's impermanent, it's not a permanent unchanging entity, so it's not what you think, non-self, not real, not what you think you are. Then you start to understand things so differently, your mind becomes so different. That's how Dhamma can purify, can bring about great understanding and transformation of mind. Your personality, your character, your understanding, all will change for the better. And that's how you progress along the path of Dhamma. Okay, with this, I think we end. Huh? Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Then let us share merits with all beings. Huh? May all beings within this vicinity, known and unknown, sin and sin, and all beings throughout the entire existence share and rejoice in this wholesomeness. Huh? Now we will chant the Pali, starting with the Devas. Akasata Chirbumata Deva Naga Mahindika Punyang Tang Anamoditwa Chirang Rakantulok Sasana Itawata Chamehi Sampadan Punya Sampadan Sabe Deva Anamodantu Sabasampati Siddhya Idang Menyatinang Hotu Sukita Hontunya Tayo 
อิดังเมญาทินางโหตุสุขิตาฮอนตุญาเตโยอิดังเมญาทินางโหตุสุขิตาฮอนตุญาเตโยเอมีนาปุญญังคาเมนะมาเมบาลาสมากโมสัตตังสมากโมโหตุยาวานิวานาปาติยาสาธุสาธุสาธุเคลสติฮอมิสตุสักยามนิบูดาและทุกเวดีวันนั้นวิเอนะขอบคุณ Okay, Alicia has got one very good suggestion. We should take a group photograph. We are this is also for our website. Okay, come, <laughs> have a quick one. Then those who want to tap out, I think the thing are outside. <laughs>